0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Grumpy Surfer Podcast. I am the Grumpy Surfer and your host, Ads Lyson. Before we get started, today uh, we can use some discount codes for you. Uh, for 15% off your Northcore gear, use the code capital letters grumpypod15 to get 15% off your purchase. Also, to get your gear, hoodies, t shirts, or any other merch from the guys at Brawl Surf, use the code again, capital letters, grumpy surfer at the checkout to get 20% off your purchase. Today's podcast is going to be a bit of a shorter one, if I'm honest, because I am in Guam, which is a small island in Micronesia. And on the west coast is the Philippines Ocean, and on the east coast is the Pacific Ocean. So it's smack bang between japan and hawaii which is pretty cool now uh, the backstory to that really is about four weeks ago i got a phone call from one of my friends who's an adventure training instructor in the marines who asked me to come and provide a bit of surf instruction for the guys that are on the carrier strike group out in the pacific ocean at the moment so they've been to around the south korea ocean around china japan and around those areas and uh, and they're working away around the Pacific. So I got asked to fly out to Guam uh, and provide a little bit of surf catching for them, which is, which is pretty cool. They have a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I've used that term quite a few times, especially with my wife, going to the Maldives and other places. However, you know, I'm probably never going to come to Guam again. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. As a country, it is decent. It's an American uh, territory. And the island is surrounded by a reef. Uh it was one of the places in the Second World War that the Americans had to uh fight the Pacific War with. Um you know, an island just north of here is called Saipan. And uh yeah, it was it was pretty a hard fought country. The air uh, the island as well as being surrounded by reefs, has got lots of cliffs, jungle, and as we're driving around you can just imagine what it's like to land here. And fight through those positions and, and get into the mountains to, to clear out the Japanese from the island. Uh, there's two military bases here. There's a naval military base and, uh, and an air force base. Um, uh, but the island itself isn't really that big. It's 30 miles long, 15 miles wide. So you can you can drive the length of it in, in an hour, an hour and a half if you want to. It's, it's not that big at all. Uh, waves. Um, like I said, the island's surrounded by reefs, but to be honest with you, those reefs pretty much sit square on with the uh, with, with both sides of the oceans, uh, the Pacific and the Philippines. So you know you can see the swell coming in. I'm, I'm literally sat in the well, stood on the balcony of the Hilton Hotel, looking out towards the Philippine side of the island, the Philippine Ocean. And uh, yeah, the swell's just coming in, but it's you know two to three foot, maybe a little bit bigger. It's building up onto the reef and just slamming down. So there's only a select few locations around the ocean, uh, uh, around the island. Uh, one of the places that we've been using as a location to teach beginners is—I don't want to do this any injustice, if I'm honest—I keep getting it wrong—is talafofo Beach. Uh, it's one of the only bays on the east side of the island towards the pacific um that doesn't have a reef in front of it so it's uh, it's a little bay a little sand bay really fine grain sand little river mouth coming into it but it's got some nice little waves and, uh coming into the uh, into the bay because it doesn't have a reef in front of it so um yeah we've been teaching down there uh we've been taking a group every single day uh, we've just done seven days. We've got another five days to go. Uh, groups between eight and twelve people teaching them how to surf. And, uh, we've been using the infamous wave storm boards that the, uh, that the Americans, uh, have, have quite popular as a foamy, uh, plastic bottom board, so, uh, soft top on the top. So yeah, it's pretty cool. But yeah, so today is, what day is it today? Today's Monday. So, Saturday and Sunday, uh, well Saturday evening, we went down and had a look at one of the spots uh, that's by a river mouth, and we didn't think there was going to be anything coming in. The um, the forecast said it was naught to half a foot big, and we got there and it was, you know, shoulder head high. Went out, had scored some awesome waves. Sunday morning when we went down it was really really busy. It was well overhead high. Uh, the locals dominated the peak. It was quite funny actually because there was a guy there and we went out. We just sat with the pack and he goes, "You respect, you have manners." And he started going on about this uh, British guy that had just turned up and was dropping in on everybody, so he must have pissed a lot of people off. But yeah, you know, we uh, we didn't get the the main waves. Uh, the main sets that came through, so we had to take the smaller ones, but I was happy with that, you know, all the locals were on the main break, it is the weekend, that is the local spot, so you know, I took my turn, uh, we all did, uh, the guy that I'm with, Andy, uh, who's a warrant officer, in the uh, in the Royal Marines as well, he's uh, coaching with me out here, and uh, yeah, we just took a time, took a little few of the inside waves, I mean, those inside waves, they weren't like, small by any means, they were good shoulder, head high, but, um, I've got my 70 with me, a little bit of volume in it, uh, you know, it's, it's a flat rocket channel bottom twin fin, um, got lots of volume in it, but though we talk about volume when we're talking about surfboard, so it's got about 48 litres in it. So I managed to get into the waves, you know, pretty, pretty early and set my line and go, so yeah, it, it was pretty cool, really shallow though. You know, at some points I was kicking out on that Saturday evening and it was, uh, it was less than me deep, which isn't particularly ideal, but you know, there you go, a little bit of coral stuck in my feet if you uh watch my Instagram videos. I'm not sure they're that entertaining, but you know. And uh and yeah. And then the Sunday morning, um Sunday evening, we went back uh, and uh yeah, had, had some more waves. Went back this morning, three people out, went back Monday morning. Uh, which is this morning, and uh oh man, we 're such a good session. We went down about quarter past six. There were three people out, had so many glassy waves again, it wasn 't macking like it was on the Sunday, but yeah it was it was amazing, just trading waves there was a friendlier vibe today, a couple of locals, you know a few americans and then uh, and then us out, so all together there was six of us uh, when we got there, uh, it was brilliant. Went down again this evening, so uh you know, as I'm doing this podcast, I'm looking out and uh there's a bit of wind on it so we didn't go in. Um but we're gonna try again tomorrow morning. But yeah, the locals here they can be they can be quite um finicky, but I think if you if you pay your respects and uh, and you don't just take every single wave that comes through, you talk to people as well, you know. I think we're quite we're quite guilty of as a a society is not socializing and i think you know if you talk to people and ask them how their days go in and you know what what they think the waves have they got any good waves i think that goes a long way all right let's talk a little bit about the wsl event that happened uh last week um you had the uh, wsl finals different format Um started off with uh, fifth seed against fourth seed. The winner of that went through to face the third seed. Winner of the third versus fourth or fifth seed went through to face the second, and so on and so forth. And then once the final person got through to the final to uh, to do to go against number one, uh, they did a a three heat waiver. So basically, uh, it was best of three heats, uh, which which is a super cool format. Um, so, in the finals for the men, you had uh, Gabriel Medina against Philip Toledo. And, uh, man, those guys are just boosting some mega rares and It was epic to see. Go to YouTube and have a look at those finals or go to the WSL website and watch the replays. It, 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 it's pretty impressive. But congratulations to Gabriel Medina, who, who won that. And then in the women's final, you had uh, Chris Moore and uh, Tatiana Weston-Webb. Again, two really on form women. Uh Carissa Moore, man, she's absolutely throwing some skyrockets and spraying to the air that makes it rain. Absolutely crazy. And Tatiana this season has come on absolutely on fire. She is a hundred percent better than she was uh, you know, pre COVID season. So much power in her turns and yeah. They uh, had a really hard fought contest, but you know Chrissa came out on top. Which, to be honest with you, she was in my um, she was the woman to go through on my fantasy league, and uh, yes, yeah, she won it out all that which was which was pretty cool. Uh, the surf in the UK at the moment is absolutely pumping. You know, like, I can't complain. I'm the other side of the world, and I'm seeing bits of footage from North Devon and Cornwall. Of, of people getting you know some really nice barrels, really nice waves which is which is pretty cool to be honest with you uh it's been a bit of a flat spell for you know what a couple of months over the summer, so yeah it's good to see that people are getting waves uh and, and stoked about it as well um, you know I mean I've been quite grumpy over the summer anyway with, with all the Let's call them grockles and emmets coming down the the tourist industry. But at the end of the day, you know that's where people make a living out of. And no, I think we're quite. I'm quite lucky. uh, And people that live in North Devon, Devon area, and Cornwall, you know, we we sometimes we take for granted that we actually live in a tourist destination. Uh, You know, sometimes you should really accept the fact that you know people are going to come on holiday from all over the country. So. Yeah, it's quite interesting actually because there is a Instagram page called, uh, Snarlup, which is all about people driving down their little country lanes, um, especially in North Devon between, between Croydon Puttsburgh and uh, and, Puttsburgh and Putsburgh and Woolacombe. Uh, you know, there's been some absolutely crazy events going on there. Especially the, uh, the Barnstable Council sending buses from Barnstable to, to Croydon, Georgian down those little single lanes and we're not talking small buses we're talking you know double decker buses which is absolutely insane and half the time they haven't got anyone on them so um yeah if you want a a good instagram site to have a little chuckle at go to go to Up, and, uh, and have a for those guys i think it's blakey's brother actually uh, who does it it's pretty cool english nationals have just happened and uh so the results for that Men's longboard. Uh, Ashley Broughton comes in fourth to make his return after a long layoff. Um, Ashley is a uh, previous podcast guest, so if you want to listen to what he has to say, you know, go back a few months and have a little listen to that. Then uh, Jack Gregorius coming third. Sam Bleakley came second, and obviously Ben Skinner came in first place. And by all accounts, you know, those guys did themselves absolutely proud and put on an absolutely mega performance. Uh, women's longboard then, uh, Jenny Pendlebury came in fourth. Beth Leefield came in third. Tina Beresford came in second. And another previous guest to the podcast, Emily Curry, came in first in the Women's Longboard. So congratulations to all them guys. Shortboarding them, uh, jiu-jitsu partner and yama jiu-jitsu practitioner uh, under Ben Ruth. Uh, Bro Broham came in fourth. Josh Ash came in third. Stan Norman, the absolute ripper, came in second. And congratulations to Luke Dillon the women, the, for winning the Shortboard Open uh, and the English British Nationals. Uh, women's, who already spoke about her, came in four, first in the Women's Longboard. Uh, Emily Curry came in fourth in the Women's Shortboard Open. Uh, Lucy Campbell came in third. Uh Ali Barton came in second and Lauren Sandlin came in first. So congratulations to you guys on putting on an amazing performance. Uh that's me really for this week's podcast. Nice short one. Um the next few guests that are gonna be coming on are gonna have some jujitsu guys. Uh I've got a few shapers lined up. I know I already said that previously, but I've been super busy, you know, setting up my own business and and a few other things. Uh, unfortunately, life gets in the way. So, um, I'm trying to pump these podcasts out. That's why I, you know, went back to doing two weeks. But yeah, uh, well, you know, I've not got a lot to say really except, uh, you know, keep everybody having fun, keep catching some waves, keep training jiu-jitsu And, uh, if you're interested in some military, military stories, you know, some, some pretty impressive, uh, self endeavor stuff. You know, there's some guys previously that I've talked to, like John Thompson, uh, Matt Hoey, Matt Wild Goose. Those are really cool guys. Go and listen to those. And uh, any of the previous podcasts, I've had some really cool world champion surfers on. You know, Tom Carroll, mm-hmm. earlier ones, Ben Skinner. Again, Ben won the longboard open. And uh, yeah, i have done a couple of podcasts. We've done a couple of podcasts with him. And, uh, just to, let's top the longboard enough. You know, we've got guys like Devon Howard, funny man, funny men. Um, we've got the Raglan Surf Report guy, uh, Luke Cedarman and, uh, John Wayne Freeman. You know, go and listen to those ones. Uh, some really interesting guys. So, hey, stay safe guys. And, uh, I'll be back in two weeks with another podcast. You.